Thank you for joining me on this journey and welcome to episode 69 of Remembering Our Way Home. This week features a personal reflection from Naasia Allah, pondering through the process of exactly how to honor the spiritual presence of her recently transitioned grandmother, and in short, all who've contributed to all that she's becoming. Welcome to Remembering Our Way Home, a weekly podcast to inspire, enlighten, and empower listeners via personal testimonies, discussions, and interviews with featured individuals who have embraced the transformational and ancient practice of ancestral veneration. Hello, everybody. Um, So I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, um, my ancestors and my relationship with my ancestors and how how I've been learning to cultivate that. And, you know, it's definitely a work in progress and I definitely have a long way to go. But um, I think ultimately it will be a, a, like a, a really good opportunity for me to um, reconnect with my family that I've lost and just um, strengthen my spirituality. Because I think, I do think that ancestral veneration will be a really huge part of my spirituality um, and my journey into that. Um, and I thought that before I lost someone that I recently lost my grandmother, um, I thought before, you know, oh, ancestral veneration, I feel like that's important. But now, especially, I feel really strongly about it because I I do, I don't feel like when someone physically leaves this earth that they're gone. They're still with us 100%. So being, being in this world now without her physically being here is learning how to navigate and still feel connected to her because I can't just like physically call her up and be like how you doing how you feeling that kind of thing but I can look at my altar or look at the pack of Winston cigarettes in my car that she used to smoke and like think of her and feel her presence so I think it's important to um I think that'll be an important um step in learning how to connect to my ancestors. So um, I guess like when I think of my ancestors, I think of, and like I said, my, 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 uh, my opinion, not so much my opinion, but my beliefs about my ancestors and um, how I see them is definitely warped now. I'm not saying that in a negative way, but just it's definitely, it feels more real and it feels more personal because I, she's the first person that is like very close to me that I've lost. So it felt, you know, it felt um, powerful before, but now it just feels that much more powerful and that much more personal. And, um, I definitely feel like this will be a a huge stuff for me. So when I think of my ancestors now as opposed to before is like, I just think of a spiritual being that is, that was here physically and now isn't here physically. 
but is with me and is guiding me and is watching me. Because when I think of like my grandma, when I think of my mom, I still think of her as being in this realm, just not physically. And so I still think that, I do think that, you know, an ancestor is a is a spiritual guide of some sort and ancestor is an entity that is going to dictate what you do and what happens to you because when you I feel like a lot of times people think that oh that little voice in the back of head in the back of my head telling me to like um do this or to not go to this place or to listen to this song is your conscience. And at time it may, at times it may be. But I was telling my mom that I had an experience recently where I felt led to listen to a certain song and I didn't know why because it didn't make me feel good. But it made me think and it made me feel. And I just, I was just talking with her and, and listening more to this, this podcast and felt that that was a direct message from my grandma and I haven't had any of those really. I had a dream recently, but I couldn't even barely remember it. But I felt like that was the first like direct message from her where I felt like, wow, she really like told me to do that. And I did it and I, I didn't necessarily want to, but like she really influenced me and it really helped me to even start digging deeper into my spirituality so I'm glad that she made me take that step because it was a hard thing like I hear that song and I just burst into tears because it reminds me of her being physically here and being in pain and dealing with her health issues but it also makes me think like she just moved she didn't leave she just moved and so that in a way if you've ever heard the song, a lot of black people probably heard it. Um, there's a leak. I think that's the full name. But yeah, that song, it just it just really made me think like she she's still here and I need to honor that. And I need to make sure that I'm connecting with that, especially if I want to feel connected to her. And um, yeah, so. That's definitely like what I think of now. Um, That was, I feel like that's the first like real, real encounter I've had with an ancestor. Um, I've had one when I was younger, but as of recently, like I've been disconnected from my spirituality, dealing with, you know, being an adult for the first time, like for real, for real, dealing with bills and, and, you know, taking care of my household, which is just me and my dog, but (laughs) actually like dealing with bills and and juggling schoolwork and work, like it's a lot. And I admit that I've fallen a bit away from where I want to be spiritually. And so this is the first encounter I feel like I've had in a while, especially with my mom. Like I haven't felt like everybody else in my family has talked about how they've had these like encounters where they felt like she's spoken to them. And I'm just like, well, why hasn't why hasn't that happened to me? Like, 
I loved her so much and we weren't as close as I wanted to be, but we were getting closer, you know, the more, the closer we got to her transition, we did get a little bit closer. So I'm like, you know, where is my encounter? Where is, (laughs) and, um, I feel like I finally had it. Um, and not even, it wasn't even one that I particularly like loved because it just, it really made me, I, you know, I got very emotional in that moment and in that experience, but it was needed. It was definitely needed. And it was like a push in the right direction. So that was, I feel like my first real encounter. Um, and I think this will be important for me. And even like, even though I haven't been super connected to my spirituality, I definitely think that thinking of my grandmother and and thinking of my ancestors has guided me in a lot of the the decisions that I make on a daily basis because I have to live my life as a black woman whose ancestors have sacrificed so much for her. And so thinking about that and and thinking about my grandma and like what would she say in this situation? How would she move? Like, you know, what what would be the next steps for me? If I'm if I'm, you know, um incorporating how my ancestors feel and and what they did for me. And I think that it definitely affects what I do, how I do it, how I think, um, because it's something to consider. Definitely. I do have an altar. Um, Like I said, it's it's been a work in progress. And as I've um, not been really strong in my spirituality lately, and I just moved to a new apartment. It's it's taken me a while to like really get it together. And because I kind of also didn't know where to start with that um, until, you know, when my grandmother transitioned. Um, I just didn't really know, like, yeah, I want to honor my ancestors. But like, how do I do that? Especially because I don't really know, you know, I don't really know them. And I think a good place to start is with my grandma and go a little bit further back as I move on in time. So right now there's like a little space on my, um, my like dresser and I have, uh, like material on top of it. There's a glass of water that I refill every day. It's a practice that my mom started getting me involved in. Um, you pour it out and refill it every day. It's like symbolizing starting, starting your day anew. Um, and starting fresh and uh, preparing for fresh opportunities, preparing for fresh experiences. Um, There's also a picture I recently framed of my grandma along with a pack of her cigarettes that she always smoked, her Winstons, and then a hat that she always wore. Um, There's a $100 bill symbolizing prosperity and wealth and growth um, and her uh, funeral service program. And that's just to start. I definitely think as I get older and as I move into different spaces, I can expand my altar and I can um, have it be more detailed and researched according to, you know, who I am and where I come from. But that is, I definitely think, a really good start because it's, um, right now it's for her because she's my, the first ancestor that I really felt connected to. Um, first ancestor that I personally like 
physically new. And so it's definitely, if you are feeling grief from a loss recently, I definitely think ancestral veneration is a great place to to start with feeling peace because it can hurt to know that that person isn't there anymore physically. But when you start to honor them in life and realize and recognize that they're there with you and that you should be incorporating them into your daily life just just as you would have if they were still physically in this plane then you start to feel connected and you start to feel more at peace and i can say that with it being within one day of me beginning this like real process of like recognizing that i need to to do this and i think that this is like it's such a great way to to feel that um because like i said listening to that song and and you know being emotional it hurts it hurts so much but um thinking about when you think more about it and you think more about how they're still here and you learn how to come to peace with that and you learn how to accept that in a way that's not like westernized like oh it's a ghost it's scary it's not that it's a spirit and it's just that person without their physical body and you may not see them you may see them they're not here to scare you or spook you like in the movies (laughs) at least that's how I feel it's 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 a guide it's a it's a presence it's it's so you you know and you feel affirmed in the fact that I'm still here with you I didn't go anywhere um and it's so you don't feel like what this is is just like a placebo effect or like just trying to comfort yourself as you st- I feel like as I start to delve more into this process I think I'll start seeing her more just like today when I was pushed to listen to that song I'm gonna start seeing that pro that uh that um presence more feeling it more and um definitely having more of those encounters so I think this is such an important thing to do um I think daily I do want to start start taking some time out in the morning, not touching my phone as soon as I get up and just meditating and talking to her so she knows that I am honoring her in life as, you know, in life, in life, in my daily life, as I would still be talking to her if she were in this plane physically. So, um, I was, I was beginning to be really afraid that, I would lose a connection with her and I wouldn't I would just feel so distant by the time I got older. But this is honestly giving me hope that I can keep going and still feel as connected to her as I did when she was physically here and that I can still feel like 
that I can tell my kids and my grandkids about her like it was yesterday because I feel so connected to her and to connect connected to our memories that it doesn't feel like a distant distant person that was here she's still here and that's the bottom line that's the bottom line when it comes to your ancestors they are here they are with you um so I think it's so important to to recognize that and to move in that way that you're not like I feel like our culture has gotten us so used to the thought that ghosts are spooky and like first of all ghosts I don't know where that word came from but there's just a negative connotation to it that a ghost is gonna haunt you and and scare you your ancestors are your family your ancestors are your friends your ancestors are they are they're with you to protect you to lead you to teach you because they were here first so I think it's so important to to establish that relationship and and build that relationship just as you would with somebody who's physically here because that relationship I feel is going to teach you so much about life it's going to teach me so much about life I know because I know that being protected from somebody who is in this room but not physically is going to be able to help me navigate things that I may not see. They may see it and I might not see it. So being connected to your ancestors is just such a good way, I feel, to to learn in life and to to not be so final about death, transition. It's not final. It's not anything. It's just a moving you're moving. It's a move. Um, so yeah, I would say if you're dealing with a grief or a loss of a family member, or you know someone who is, I think this is definitely a, a great way to feel connected to that person and to to remind yourself that the, that body just wasn't for them anymore, but they're here they're here and they didn't go anywhere so um I think this will definitely help I've been dealing with this this loss for months and I didn't know how to deal with it um I didn't realize until like yesterday that I was actually probably really depressed and I was dealing with it in a way that was unhealthy kind of just pushing it under for some days like I would let myself get emotional and um I would let myself get emotional and cry over it and then I'd be like okay that's enough and push it right back under and eat and do things that weren't healthy to ignore the problem but I think I think it's not a problem it's it was a move and um once you understand that I think it becomes it starts becoming a lot easier it's not always going to be easier but um I think it's definitely a start so yeah I hope Somebody take something from this and uh, maybe can start making peace. Thank you.
baby. This is my mom. I just wanted to call and say thank you. I'm glad you bought Kyrie's uh, a skateboard. That was so sweet of you. I love you. When you come home for your break, I got you. I love you. This is Mama. I'll talk to you later, Naya. You're a sweet girl, and I love you. You're my baby. Just like Kyrie. I'll talk to you later. Text me back. Hey, Nana. Nana. Look. Look at me. Uh, Nana. Say thank you. Look at me. Hello? She's not on the phone. She's not answering. Just say thank you. Say thank you, Nana. She said on the phone. No, she's not. She's not the phone and you go. Thank you, Naisha, for this message. Your grandmother is always with you. She admired the beautiful young woman you were evolving into as you reminded her so much of her younger self. May you always be comforted by her love, guided by her light, and centered by her eternal peace. This week's scripted wisdom to those whom I love and those who love me. When I am gone, release me, let me go. I have so many things to see and do. You mustn't tie yourself to me with too many tears, but be thankful we had so many good years. I gave you my love, and you can only guess how much you've given me in happiness. I thank you for the love that you have shown, but now it is time I travel on alone. So grieve me for a while, if grieve you must, then let your grief be comforted by trust. It is only for a while that we must part, so treasure the memories within your heart. I won't be far away, for life goes on, and if you need me, call and I will come. Though you can't see or touch me, I will be near, and if you listen with your heart, you'll hear all my love around you soft and clear and then when you come this way alone i'll greet you with a smile and a welcome home